We see it all around us, don't we? People, quote unquote, living it up. That's what they say. Man, we really lived it up. And they say, what do you do for a living? And we know what that means. Or someone has an exciting moment and they'll say, I feel so alive. Are we alive? Are we really living it up here in these bodies of flesh? What is real living? Scripture seems to suggest that real living is not only being alive here and now. In fact, when Jesus walked the earth, he said about those who were busy with things like burying their own family member, let the dead bury their dead. Man, that's a harsh statement, isn't it? You have someone who's trying to bury their father, and Jesus replied to that is, let the dead bury their dead. He also said in John 6.53 to the Jews around him, Verily, verily, I say to you, unless you eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. No life. So according to Jesus' mouth, those people that didn't have him in them were dead. They were the dead burying their dead. No matter what their flesh did to entertain themselves and feel alive, they're still dead. Meaning that the real definition of life is the thing that goes on forever. That's the real meaning of life. These bodies don't go on forever. They go in the grave. That's not the meaning of life. The meaning of life is ensconced in what goes on, what carries forward forever. And Jesus said, if you don't have uh, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no life in you. And that's, of course, not literal. We eat food that benefits our physical bodies, right? And uh, But that food and the energy we get from it is quickly consumed. And then it is just cast away as nothing. And these physical bodies consume that food and that water and that drink daily, but we still die. We, and when we die, we are corrupt and we corrode in the grave forevermore, these physical bodies. So then these bodies in the material world in which we live, which do not last, really can't be included in the definition of real living. Uh, because they don't last. They will end. So, yeah, we have to work to make money, and yeah, we have to get jobs, and, and uh, we, we spend that money, and we give it away, and we donate it, and yes, we eat, and we use our talents and our skills to learn to juggle and, and to get fame and glory for our prized accomplishments, all that stuff, but real living... Real life only comes from that which really lasts. Okay? So we have to ask ourselves, what do I think really lasts? What's important? What will carry on? Now, some people say nothing will carry on. So they eat, drink, and are merry for now because they don't believe there's anything beyond this point. But if you're someone who believes there's something more, you might ask yourself, then what is this life about? What should I focus on here and now? What should I do? Jesus said, listen, put 
and make treasures in heaven where moth and thieves cannot come in and steal and rob and corrupt with rust and dust. Don't make your treasures here. Have an eternal view. Believe that there's something after this and live according to what will be rewarded and last as a result of that view. And so, so to the spirit. So to the things that if there's a God, he would be about. It seems to me that if there's a God and he's a good God and the scripture's correct and he's just and kind and merciful and loving and long-suffering and patient and all those things, then we would also sow to those things, hoping to reap those eternal principles, that eternal life in the days and years and eons to come. Reduce, perhaps, you might reduce what you sow in your flesh. You might make that decision. It's all going to be lost in the end. But that which you sow to your spirit, the scripture says, will go on forever. Those are those treasures you'll collect back up and assign themselves to who you are and what you are after having lived this life. That, friends, is real living. You have a great week. We love you.